0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Family farms are being put at risk by drug debt. And racked up by young farmers. It's a really interesting story in Irish country living. Their investigation, like they found that people in rural areas buying cocaine on social media, and then that's leading to an increase in young farmers now seeking help with their addiction. So I'm joined by Katrina Murphy or Marcy, I should say, actually is the deputy editor of the Irish Farmers Journal. And Katrina was talking on News Talk earlier this morning about the drug dealers that are really viewing now the farming communities as ATMs you know, the dealers see a firm and see money and then ultimately have that person
0: in debt, which leads to further problems because once you're in debt you're 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 beholden to the dealer. And then you have the families when they do find out, um, you know,
1: are, are willing to try and obviously get their family member out of trouble. They need to clear the debt. So that's Katrina Morrissey here a little earlier today. Mary is with me on the line. Mary, is this something that has affected your own family?
2: It has, yeah. Yeah. Thank God we're out the other side of it now but when we were going through it it was like I can only say just like a black prison just couldn't see any way out. Can you tell me how you're what happened Mary? Well basically I'll be honest all my kids tried it and one got caught got trapped in the cycle and basically they were kind of, oh yeah, you can guess us on tick and then it built up and built up. And then eventually our child came to us and told us what was going on and told us how much he owed. And we we had to try and find a way to kind of family members, credit union. And got that cleared. And trying to get help then for our child was, was very hard as well because you're in a rural area, you can't talk that much to neighbours and stuff about it because, you know, but it's like in rural areas, nobody wants to put their head to put the purpose. But eventually, we have a, a, we had a fantastic GP, and they helped. They helped get the treatment. Um, but even now, like when they're going out, you're kind of worrying: is is it going to start up again? You know, it's it's always there. It's 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 constant. And like, even though like our our local football club and everything, they had people down that spoke about it and everything you kind of feel the general attitude around is oh, that's for someone else's kids, it's not mine and mine won't do it but I know from talking to my own family that they're they're all doing it but there's the couple then that are getting really badly caught, they do it rec- you know, this what's it called, recreational yeah. drugs there's no such thing because if you're doing it you're feeding someone else's finances to do it to get more if you know what I mean like I mean they're going out maybe Friday night and and using it and and they are seemingly 90% of them are chancing it and doing it because I don't know, I suppose it's like years ago when we were going out, it was to drink and oh, go on, have one, it won't harm you and it's the same way with this but there'll always be some of them that will get caught and will get into serious problems with us. It. and it's it's terrible the damage it does in a family. It It can tear a family apart and you have a child that was maybe I won't say the best child in the world, but everyone thinks theirs is. Mm-hmm. But good, kind child who turns into this vicious, aggressive, horrible person. And you're waiting when they come in the door for them to start fighting and arguing or whatever. And it's it's just a nightmare. And like I said, even when you get them out the other side of it, you're still worrying. You're still worrying. It's going to come back
1: again you can hear it in your voice Mary the stress of it all uh,
2: and and I know and I know from talking to my kids that you know there's there's kids out there and they're they're qualified nurses doctors there's accountants they're they're a the group of friends and they're they're using it but they're able to go on the next week and not be bothered with us. but like I said there's always a couple that will get caught and and like the girls and the boys that are using it and there's no problem to them. They don't see that by them doing that they're encouraging not but they're financing these drug dealers that are out there and preying on the weaker ones.
1: You're you're y know you've you've said your your family, your your kids, Mary, um was all you know at, at some stage you know encountered it or or you know we were yeah. involved in it but 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 for one it became as you say a nightmare what age were they at the time mary
2: um so it would have been between 16 i suppose and 22 23
1: and when it became a real problem when you say, you know, aside from the fact that they were taking it so frequently, but when the drug death started to... I'd say
2: uh, about 23,
1: 24 at that stage, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Were they working at the yeah. time, Mary?
2: They were. Yeah. They were working at the time, but only kind of in a... I suppose just a little job to tide them over okay, they were mostly farming. No,
1: When you heard about this this survey today you know and, and the research from Irish Country Living then you weren't at all surprised to hear about cocaine no, I and young farmers
2: Actually this morning reading the section of the journal and I was reading it and I was kind of going that was us that could be us again that's the horrible thing about it like it only takes one little slip to be back there again and it's, it is hard because I know from talking to the child that was involved when they go out like their friends are using it and they're kind of ash go on like one more one won't hurt you. one one try won't hurt you. one go of it you know and like you know it was like, you're a dry shape when you don't choose. it. <laughs> but it's the impact exactly it has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and those those youngsters, they don't see what's going on inside a family or,
1: you know. the Aside from, you know, obviously the, the addiction and, and trying to treat your son or daughter for for that, Mary, but then there's, as you say, there was, you know, the the, the debt and, and going to oh, pay that. Yeah, like
2: and... going in and going into your local, maybe, credit union or whatever, because there's no point going near the bank and you're facing people you know and you, you have to tell them the truth what it's for. But we were lucky that our credit union were very, very kind and understanding about us and Family friends were, were, well, family friends, family were good to help out as well and, and helped us pay the debt, like, but we're still paying for it, if you know what yeah. I mean. We're still finding the money to pay everybody back.
1: And this is from, uh, you know, a while back, Mary, like it's still the impact of this for, for you and the family is still still going on.
2: Oh, it's still yeah. going on. Yeah, because you don't clear that money away in, in a year or two, you know, it takes time to clear it back. And because of that, then you're you're maybe not able to, to finance other things that you need to finance, if you know what I mean.
1: But as I was reading reading today, you know, in in the piece about, like, even family farms nearly been put at risk over it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not an overstatement then, Mary?
2: No, it's it's not an overstatement. And I, I know, you see, in country areas, people don't talk. People don't talk to one another about those sorts of things. I think if they did, it would be a lot scarier to know what's going on because i i would think there's a lot a lot of more people in the situation yeah. that we're in
1: you see it's sort of traditionally nearly seen as an urban issue or an urban yeah, drug sorry. if you want to to call it that and in the headline today you know about the the problems among the farming community and and young farmers in particular and cocaine yeah you know what i'd yeah. say people like n- nearly probably didn't didn't see that or maybe didn't realise the extent of it Mary but I'd say that attitude is changing
2: I I, I would hope so because I do know I mean I, I know of a family from not from our area but from
1: that you know a of, distance
2: yeah. way yeah. that I know of and like the only way they could help their child was to send them off over to their uncle over in New Zealand to, and and then they were selling sites off their farm to pay what was left behind, and then there was war between the chap that was left behind because there was selling his farm. Do you know what I mean?
1: Dividing up basically the farm and and land and all you know all that's there, Mary.
2: I, that family, yeah. their farm was left; it, it wasn't viable. And, and it was very hard because the other chap that was working away and it like he was left high and dry In something he'd been working for all his life it happens it happens so much and like I said people don't talk about it people I... don't don't go there if you know what I mean but they'll tell you alright that your child is doing it <laughs>
1: yeah, no problem pointing that out to you.
2: Yeah, but, but uh, if you were to say back, some yeah, I know that, but yours is as well. Do
1: you know, how is your 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 son or
2: daughter he, now, Mary? M- m- my child is good now. Yeah, um, and as I said, we had a wonderful GP who who helped us good. immensely. Was only for that GP, there wasn't a whole lot of other help. But our GP was, yeah. I suppose, aware of it because he had kids of his own at that age. So he knew what's going on and he was able to help. Our child is in a good place at the moment. Good. But like that, he they're watching themselves every time they go out the door.
1: And we're watching them. So you're probably worried Mary every you know every every night out or every party that they're they're heading off to
2: you're, you're afraid you'll only take that one shot that one sniff to get you back where you were you know and it's like people with alcoholics they kind of go you know I, I'm an alcoholic but someone at the bar will say sure one won't kill you and it's the same way with the been out
1: when you have drug problems, Mary. I, I I really appreciate you ringing in today because you're right. You know, it's it it like it's it's not talked about all that frequently, and it, it, I appreciate how hard it is for for you to pick up the phone and call us today and and share your story because it's very personal to you. You know, and and you're talking yeah. about the stigma that's been associated with this and in the community, and you know, it's only I suppose by talking about it that that'll in some way yeah. be.
2: If people yeah. w- would just talk about yeah. it, and and not not, would talk about it with their children.
1: And would you and, chat and to your other... child now? You you would about it, and you'd oh, have an open... we,
2: we do constantly now. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. because it, it it's the only way. It's the only way to help them, and the only way to to be aware of what's going on. I think a lot of people put their head in the sand in rural Ireland and kind of go, oh, sure, look, that's only for the yeah. towns. That doesn't happen here in, our, the cities, in yeah. our quiet little village. It's, it's in the cities, it's in the big towns, but not
1: here. And they're caught in themselves because it is. Mary, stay stay with me for, for a moment. Just stay with me for, for a little minute because Michael has got in touch with us. Michael, you've been listening um, to Mary here today on the show. Why did you get in touch?
3: Yeah, it's just... It's, uh, it's very close to myself. But that lady is on about there in rural Ireland. I'm 30. Um, again, people that I went to primary school with and even before that... Uh, young men and women, the best of people, very respectable from the country, be it farmers or every other profession in the country. Uh, They just went off after secondary school and that type of thing, went to college, and nearly in that first year of college, you just see people in a completely different way as they do all completely addicted to cocaine and whatever else, you name it, and I have basically cut my friend circle in more than half, and it's not anti personal to them, in a way, if that makes sense, it's just that when they ask you to go out, maybe to see him once a week or maybe once a month or whatever, when they come home or whatever they say, we'll go Saturday night and you know well what's going to become of it. And I didn't want to become involved in that circle. And it meant that I don't see these people anymore and I don't talk to them. And it's absolutely devastating. It's everywhere. It's a serious, serious issue in the country at the moment.
1: It seems that way, you know, like from, from even yourself and the texts, I can come to those in a moment and, and Mary's story. Um, Margaret is with us as well. Margaret Hawkins, who's the health correspondent with, with Irish Country Living, who actually carried out the, the investigation. Like, Margaret, I was going to ask you today, you know, about the, the people that you were talking to, but sure, we're after hearing Mary's story. She got in touch and, and told us all and the impact that it's had on her family. But I'm sure you've met many others just like Mary.
0: Yes, just I must pay tribute to Mary, yeah. just the wonderful way she told the whole story. And I'm so delighted that her son or daughter, that they've had um, help and that the GP was very good and that, that he's in a good place now. That's um, so wonderful to hear. But she did, she described absolutely everything about farming families, maybe not wanting to talk about it, about the worry about um you know, the same thing happening again and the temptation, I suppose, out there in social circles when you're socialising on a Friday night or whenever and the heartbreak for families and the trying to borrow money to pay it off and it's, it's you know, that's going on for a long time. So it's Mary's experience is just one of many that um, is occurring at the moment and talking to the people I did talk to, the experts or the people who are in, in the middle of it in the trenches let's say where they're treating people with this addiction it's it's um it's just so so there is such an increase within the farming community. It is out there in the whole of society, mm. you know, everybody, urban and rural, but there has been that increase that has been noticed, you know, by councillors who are doing non residential treatment and who are having people, you know, in a residential treatment um, centre for a month or so. That it's the stories, you know, of people being threatened and farms in debt and parents worrying about a child being in such a trap or feeling so trapped that they are suicidal or almost suicidal and that's often the time that the parents come to somewhere like Ashery or St John of God or St Pat's or wherever looking for help or support just to know what to do. And often it's good if they go looking for help, you know, even if the person themselves who's addicted doesn't, um, you know, it can be a starting point to build them up and help them to see a way forward and to, to seek support themselves. But Mary was talking there about how one person you know, several people could take cocaine and maybe just do it occasionally, and it wouldn't be a big deal. And, but I think the statistics are that one in ten users actually become addicted, and that that's a huge figure. Really, it it, um, it doesn't um, make light of anybody else taking it. It's still a serious thing if you do because you can become addicted. And it's it's, um, but one in ten would be that more vulnerable to mm-hmm. it for their addictive. Uh, personality or whatever. And addiction is so complex and difficult to break, but there is hope out there. And just talking to the person, in this case, Ashari, that I, I interviewed this week, just talking about when somebody was going into treatment in the middle of crisis, maybe suicidal, that they're like a half-dead person walking in the door. But yet, a month later, when they're going home, they're going out again, that they're smiling. And, you know, they have peace of mind. That is a huge thing. Every councillor I spoke to says that.
1: Yeah, the text, some of the text, Margaret, and even as well on this, this listener says, I have a 35-year-old neighbour, a single farmer, takes coke and will lose his farm sooner than later. Drug use amongst farmers is far more of a problem than people realise. A big farmer could blow about 100 grand overdraft on his habit before the problem becomes a problem. This texter, I was speaking to my niece recently, she's 30, single, lives in the country as she's involved in her local GAA. I asked her are there no eligible single guys that she might date? Her her reply terrified me. She said, uh, she just said that there's lots of guys but she refuses to date anyone. Who uses cocaine? The reality is they all do. Keep them coming in to us. 87 1400 106 is the number. Michael, thank you for getting in touch. Margaret, um Margaret Hawkins there as well from Irish Country Living. And Mary, Mary, thank you for sharing your own experience with us here on Lunchtime Live.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.